Welcome. You have found us. This is the Riot Underground. This is where we get to meet the instigators that are changing the world with disruptive technologies, novel business models, and all manner of new things. I'm excited this morning to have Thomas Rago here in the studio with us. Thomas, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, Thomas, you are the admissions and uh, corporate relations liaison for this Schema Business School. Uh, that's a mouthful. Tell us a little bit about Schema and a little bit about yourself. So Schema, we're an international business school uh, rooted in France, but we have campuses on five different co- uh, continents. And uh, one of them is in Raleigh. Uh, we've had a partnership with NC State University for about 11 years now. And uh, we offer a double degree uh opportunity with NC State. Um, so we're AACSB accredited, so we're one of the top business schools in the world. And um, so what our school offers is a uh, the opportunity for students to study abroad for at least one year. Out of the four years they're going to be studying on our campuses, they have to study abroad on a different campus for one year. So it's not... Um, the advantage is that we are one big family spread out like all around the world. When we send our students abroad, they're not just going to a place that they don't know of. They will be in the same format and the same structure with schema uh, faculty, with staff. So they're not lost when they go to travel abroad and they can uh, make sure to meet with people that they already know when they go abroad. So so we have campuses, like one in Raleigh, North Carolina, one in Brazil, one in South Africa. We have a partnership in Spain, in Barcelona with AADA. We have three campuses in France and three in China. So that's uh, a little bit of what schema is. On our campus here in Raleigh, we usually have about 400 students. And it's usually between 38 and 42 or three different nationalities. So it's a very... It's a big mountain pot. So it's not just French students coming to the U.S., no. it's people from all over the world. No, and now the program that we have, the, the bachelor's program that we offer, we are trying to really develop this here and have students starting here on the Raleigh campus. We used to be more of a uh, destination campus, and now we're trying really to have our students uh, coming not only from the area, but also from the U.S. in general. Very interesting, and I, I want to talk more specifically about your your role here in a moment, uh, to help our audience to have a little bit of a visual of, of who they're hearing from as they're, they're listening to this podcast, we like to ask folks if this video turns into a documentary, maybe an informational video, maybe it's a history of some of the students that did incredible things and they got their start here and they come back and you got to cast yourself in that role of that storytelling, who, who might you uh, have play you? Robin Williams. That's wonderful. <laughs> Robin Williams, that's a great one. We've never had Robin Williams in the studio before. Um, what about Robin uh, kind of suits either you or the role that you have here, would you say? Well, it's really wearing different hats because um, it's so diverse. It's so uh, such a mix of cultures, of, of students doing different things, coming from different backgrounds that you have to adapt. And clearly, kind of how you liaison with the students, you make them comfortable, you, you create this welcoming and diverse environment. 
corporate liaison is half of your role. Talk about how companies plug in. Well, companies, uh, the thing is, we have such talent here and um, such a diversity that it really reflects what RDU and the uh, what the triangle in general is about. Uh, you have so many companies coming from all over the world, and you know we work with the you know, French American Chamber of Commerce, also for the Carolinas. So you have hundreds of companies between North and South Carolina that are from France, but we also have local companies who slowly discover what it means to to work with this this uh, body of students from all over the world. So it really did bring a fresh, you know, look on what it is to to do business here because some of them have done business in their own countries, and so we're trying to link all that to make sure that North Carolina can benefit from them and that they can benefit from North Carolina too. One of the reasons that I was excited to have you on the show is that while this is a business school, uh, you're on a technology program right now, largely a technology program, and you have a bit of a different approach to, to business and how it intersects with technology. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, for us, uh, you know, like everyone, not everyone else, but a lot of schools and companies, they, they, we want to be on top of things and make sure that we don't miss out on AI and things like that. So some programs are really focused on AI, others finance, others marketing. So it's really, uh, it's a, there's a business core, but there are like specializations that students go uh, into depending on where they study. So that's what we try to do. We try to, uh, there's a, uh, an internship requirement as well for our students. They have to complete uh, an internship. So we make sure that depending on what they like, uh, what we're trying to do now is send them in the right direction. So RTP is great for everything IT, for anything artificial intelligence. and But for example, some who are going to be more interested in finance will push them towards Charlotte. We have to work with local companies also because they are uh, owners for the most part. They don't have cars. But that's an issue. They cannot just always go like financially. It could be a burden. So they cannot always go wherever they want. So that's what we're trying to do now is to really uh, make sure that we're not missing out on what's around us. To be, to be sure that, you know, to make it easier for them to interact first and then to, uh, to work. I recently had the privilege to attend uh, a, what appeared to be fairly student-led presentation here where you have students that are going out, they're doing innovative and entrepreneurial things in the community. Uh, tell us a little bit about that program. So we have uh, what's called Schema Venture. So it's kind of like what you guys do as far as like the uh, accelerator that you have. So uh, students can pitch their ideas, they work with professors, uh, they, uh, they develop uh, some projects, some go to completions. You also provide educational opportunities for corporations directly. Yeah, like executive MBAs. Uh, we had uh, a group of students that came from all over the world. They were, uh, they were already working, not students anymore, but uh, so we try to have them interact as well with all the local companies like the Red Hats and you guys. And uh, so that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, it's been fun for me. 
personally hosting some of those groups through the years. And uh, the most recent group that came through, there was one gentleman that's truly building an entrepreneurial ecosystem in Nigeria around bringing technologies into mining and oil and gas. And uh, it's been, been fascinating to see there's entrepreneurship everywhere in the world. Not all of it is as resourced as right. it could be. And so that, that uh, really seems to drive a focus for that. What is that? What attracted Schema to, to, to build here to, to pair business and technology? Or were there, there a different reason that Raleigh was the right place? Well, I mean, research technology is a big part, of course. And um, I know that um, there, there used to be, like even a long time ago when I first got here in 2000, there used to be a flight between Nice, the south of France, and uh, Raleigh, a direct flight. And that was mainly because of IBM. Uh, now things are changing. I'm sure that it will come back. And uh, so there's definitely that aspect. There's also, um, I don't know if you know her, but Marie-Claire, she, um, I'm not sure if I've met her. She's the one who really initiated the whole process of uh, making sure that schema would come here in the US. And she's also at the head of the, uh, the French school. We have, there's a little French school from, and the goal I know for her ultimately, uh, since she, she facilitated all that, it would be to have uh, a type of school that's international enough and French enough to uh, to start from kindergarten up until uh, they're done with their uh, university program. So um, right now, the little French school is growing. They, the goal is for them to to have a high school also, and then so that students could, could go all the way from you know, a very young age to uh, to hear. So she's the one who, uh, who really tried to uh, to make sure that uh, we get that North Carolina uh, license. All the way back in the Robin Williams archive. So early, I don't know if we have more committee fans listening or not, mm -hmm. but you know that the premise of that show, for those not familiar, is Robin Williams played an alien who suddenly is on earth and has to learn things in a completely unfamiliar environment. You have students coming from all over the world, perhaps many of them it's their first time ever in the US. What, what are some things that you know, you've know you learned through the years that they learn as they're in a new environment? And, and really, how does that benefit them in their careers? Well, it's a very popular campus, I would say, just because it's in the US and I don't want to say everyone wants to come here, but a lot of students uh, really enjoy the uh, the American way of life, uh, the way of doing things, and um, it's it's sometimes surprising to see and and listen to their comments because, like you said, they come here, they don't know anything about the country, and things that we've you know experienced because we've been here for a long time, and it could be really simple but really uh, surprising to them, you know, little things like college life. You know, basketball, football, like anything like that, tailgating. It's, it's things we don't really do uh, abroad, I would say. So you have plenty of little elements like that. Uh, and they're not they're not critical of really anything. They really embrace all that in the American way of life. And uh, as schema students, you know, they, with that partnership we have with NC State, they have an NC State card. So they have access to anything NC State students have access to. So, uh, 
all the student clubs, the 700 student clubs that they have at NC State, they can do sports, they can live on campus. So anything a, an NC State student can do, they can do as well. And it's funny to see them interact because um, our students are kind of, I don't want to say exotic, but for a lot of American people, it's 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 a new thing. You know, you hear like different languages and uh, so they're very popular at NC State and it, it's fun. It's fun for them. And it's interesting. I was lucky enough to visit your Paris campus uh, a year or two ago. It's this beautiful campus. It overlooks the Seine. You can see the Eiffel Tower in the distance, you know, it, when I think, you know, this exotic place to learn new things, I think the other direction, like, oh, I want to go live in France for a while. And so, uh, yeah, it kind of, it, it does kind of resonate for me. Um, as, as we start to, to wrap up a little bit, talk to me about what, what does the future look like? What would, what, you know, what do you advise, say, incoming students to get the most out of this experience? What, what is changing? What do you anticipate will be kind of the new experiences of the future that, that you hope your students will be able to, to encounter? Right. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, I always encourage them to, to travel, to do things, to meet people, um, not to just stay with schema students, but to interact with NC State with their students also and companies as much as possible to network. And uh, we're a small structure. So one of my role when we were asking earlier about COVID relations is to make sure that the students know exactly when they have to do certain things. There are requirements for them for internships. Uh, there are uh, legal legal issues, I would say, with visas. And not all of them have the same type of situation. Some are local, so there's no issues, but others have to uh, make sure they keep like they're on top of things paper wise and for whatever they want to do in the future. So that's what I try to tell them and what I'm trying to inform them as much as of what they can do and what they should do and connecting as early as possible, working with the tutorial manager as well to make sure that they get their foot in the door because in the end, uh, if there's talent, there's going to be a need for them. And I just want to make sure that companies around recognize that there is talent. And these students, they really show that they're willing to do things, to move. You know, they, want to, they want to go to other countries. They want to connect with people. They've done that already. Some of them speak two, three, four languages. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see, uh, to see them evolve in that, in that environment. It's really a, a school that opens doors to the students. For those that are listening that want to engage with your students in some way, maybe they have opportunities with internships, maybe other th you know, expertise advising, uh, what's the best way to get involved? I would say um, during events uh, that we're going to do more and more. I mean, we prefer to uh, work in the view as well to buy it. Um, but we do events with all kinds of companies, all kinds of people. And we try to be as internationally involved as possible. And, so on a regular basis, we're, we post uh, events here. So I would recommend the doors open, companies, uh, whether from the area, you can drop by, talk to us. Absolutely no problem. We'll share our agenda. I have a final question. It's a little bit off the wall, but when I was visiting your campus in Paris, we got a lovely tour, had good discussions, learned a lot about the curriculum, you know, really, I think, you produce 
very deeply educated and, and well-rounded students. Partway through the tour, this giant schema mascot of some kind comes walking through the room. What, what is that? So it's, it's like it's the Leon, the chameleon. So it's a, yeah, it's a chameleon. <laughs> it's a, okay. It's just, you know, it adapts. I didn't know if it was a dragon or if it environment. It's supposed to be a chameleon. Chameleon. Um, but um, yeah, it shows that you take whatever is best from your environment, whatever you can uh, replicate and do it. And, uh, you know, this is how our students are. They, they adapt. And they learn quickly. And, uh, and so, but that's where we're. That's really fitting. That helps me understand a, a lot more. It was very popular. It drew a huge crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, that's the very American side of things. Yeah. Because, you know, in, in France or you don't really have mascots like that. So it's a very, um, there are plenty of things that students find here that they would like mascots, how things, how grand things are. It's always a show and for graduation. It's it's not like that in France, but when you go to the uh, the Paris campus for graduation, like they have music, they have things flying everywhere. It's really uh, really Americanized. And I think that's what schema is about. It's not just Americanized, but you're trying to uh, to get students involved and make sure that there's a real student life. That's what we. Uh, that's one important part of our. It's truly international. Well, thank you, Thomas, so much for for joining us. I've never tasked our audience with an action item before, but I recommend go to the schema website, find this chameleon, and then find out how to get involved. I'm excited for next week where Schema is going to be hosting Riot Developer Day. It's Friday, August 18th, a full day conference of hardware and software education for people at all levels and experiences, whether you're business, whether you're technical. It's a great opportunity to see this game for campus, to see this kind of international experience that Thomas has told us about today. I hope uh, folks can join us. And thank you again, Thomas, for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Riot Underground Podcast. The Riot Underground Podcast is created and produced by Riot Studios with music by Scott Jackson. Riot is a nonprofit focused on economic development through the Internet of Things or IoT. By capturing emerging markets, producing educational events and conferences, and accelerating startups, creating IoT opportunities locally, nationally, and globally. Learn how to engage by visiting us at riot.org or sending us an email at info at riot.org.